We talk a lot about the importance of data, but how can we use it to help clients become better healthcare consumers? We'll find out on this episode of Shift Shapers. Change either paralyzes or energizes. The choice is yours. You're listening to the Shift Shapers podcast. You're about to learn firsthand from businesses and entrepreneurs who have successfully shaped the shifts in their industries. Get ready to become the change that you want to see. Here's your host and Chief Transformation Strategist, David Saltzman. This episode of the Shift Shapers podcast is brought to you by Captivated Health, a captive insurance arrangement designed specifically for educational institutions. If you have clients in that vertical, you know the healthcare deck has been stacked against them. Today, Captivated Health offers the stability, control, and savings they've been waiting for. For more information, go to www.captivatedhealth.com or click on the company logo on the Shift Shapers website. On this episode of Shift Shapers, we're pleased to be speaking with Jack Hooper. Jack is founder at Take Command Health. And one of the things that they're studying over there and that they're doing is using data to help create better healthcare consumers and maybe more importantly on the ground level to help consumers connect with the right plans for them. And we're interested to learn more about what they're doing and what new solutions are coming to the market. So with that, welcome, Jack. David, thanks so much for having me on. Our pleasure. Thanks for sharing your expertise. So traditionally, how have consumers been finding the plans that they think they want and that they think make sense for them? It's it's a good question, David, and it, it kind of gets to the you know philosophy of of the healthcare industry in the United States of of who's who's responsible you know to ultimately for their care. Now, most most Americans would answer that question and and say, well, my doctor is responsible for my care, you know, which which is true, and and there's no need to to change that. But with with these health insurance markets that we've created, more and more responsibility is is being assumed by by the patient to make sure that they're on the right insurance plan, that they're accessing the healthcare system correctly, not just showing up at the emergency room, but you know they're getting regular checkups and working through the system properly. And uh, that, that's been a challenge we've seen. Uh, it's kind of a if you think of the pendulum swinging, where you know maybe maybe before the Affordable Care Act, where where there really weren't many choices on the individual market, you were kind of limited to group options. Uh, now the ACA comes out and, and, you know, for brief time, people had lots of choices. But if, if you're just looking at a long list of, of health plans, people would get overwhelmed and, and not really make a great choice. You know, there's terms that, you know, they're not familiar with, uh, nuances they didn't understand. And, and so that's been an interesting piece to, to study in the market to see, you know, all right, well, how do people make decisions and, and what stands out to them? And are there ways we can use technology to help guide them to a right decision? And, and people might say, well, what is the right decision? You know, it's, it's simple stuff like understanding if, if the doctors you want to see are, are in network or understanding how your prescriptions might be covered by a certain health insurance plan. There are a lot of mistakes that, that people make. They assume, oh, my doctor takes Blue Cross or my doctor takes Aetna. And they don't realize there's different networks and different tiers and can end up spending a lot more money than they needed to. Yeah, and it's amazing. Kaiser Family Foundation came out with a study earlier this year about the rate of healthcare literacy, and it's just breathtakingly low, even on terms like deductibles and copays that that we as consumers have been living with for a long time. So, but I'm 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 often asked the question, 
why can't I shop for healthcare the same way I shop for everything else? I mean, we're recording this just before the Christmas season and, you know, folks are out on Amazon shopping. They're on loads of websites and they're, they're, they're buying a TV and they're saying, okay, click the button that says 60 to 70 inches. Click the button that says, I only want 4K TVs, but that doesn't seem to be available in healthcare. Why is that? It's a good question. And, you know, I, I think it, it needs to get there or at least move that direction. You know, Americans are, are really, really good at shopping on Amazon, shopping for cars and cell phones. Health insurance is tricky because there's so much of the unknown. And we found through research we've done, you know, people will overweight the, the what if scenarios, you know, the, the what if I get in a major car accident or, or have cancer which is why you're purchasing insurance to, to protect you. But that, that's actually not the, the real cost driver that, that's going to drive up your costs each year. It's, it's the day-to-day stuff. If you have diabetes or asthma or if your child or you need therapy or you take a, a prescription medication, it's, it's knowing those little things that, that'll, that'll make, make the big difference and really drive your cost each year. And unfortunately, you know, there's, there's, it's, it's tough for consumers to be smart shoppers there's the data is tricky. As you mentioned, they, they use confusing terms. As, as you mentioned, it's, it's not always transparent. And I think that's something that our, our industry really needs to focus on. And it starts, it starts all the way with providers needing to be more transparent and hospitals and insurance companies. And then it ultimately is up to consumers to, to educate themselves where those terms aren't so confusing and they can engage, you know, kind of if, if you equate, you know, financial literacy, I think there's got to be health insurance literacy and, and, and education so that we can be a smart consumer group. Now, one of the things that we talked about off air that I thought was an intriguing term that you used was pre-group options. What do you mean by that? Yes. Uh, so, you know, one of, the, one of the big issues is, you know, making sure you're knowing what's out there. So a big opportunity for small business owners that's come up was, we joke, it was the bipartisan health law that, that kind of snuck through this year. The 21st Century Cures Act created this thing called a QSEHRA, or Qualified Small Entity Health Reimbursement Arrangement. And it's a big deal, David, because it allows small companies reimburse for individual health insurance premiums and help, help put pre-tax dollars towards medical expenses. And, and this is a big deal when you think about consumerism, understanding the opportunities. You know, most the kind of traditional group model right now is, is hey, let's if, if the boss, if you've got 10 employees and, and, you know, the boss, he or she wants Blue Cross, everyone gets a flavor of that. Or, or he or she wants Aetna, everyone gets, gets a version of, of Aetna. The reality is it's not really optimized for each employee. What this QSERA allows is instead the boss can say, you know what, instead of choosing a group plan, instead of guessing for my group, I'm just going to give everyone $400 a month or $600 a month. You know, they can set the rate. And, and then what's interesting, David, is we can go in and for each employee, you know, maybe maybe uh, employee number one, Tom, he needs Blue Cross because that's where his doctor is. And maybe employee number two, her prescription is best covered by Aetna. And employee number three is on spouse's plan. So he, he doesn't even need anything. So there's ways we can be smart about, you know, using the laws and the opportunities that are out there. This 21st Century Cures Act and QSEHRA to help people really optimize. Uh, so when you ask about pre-group options, you know, that's what we're talking about of changing the mindset a little bit of, you know, if, if a small company wants to offer benefits, 
in the past, it was kind of all or nothing. You know, either we can't do anything or, or we're going to get this, this one size fits all group plan. Now there's an option where we can actually, you know, put a little bit of money towards it. It's on the same tax playing field as, as group plans, but there's a real advantage with being able to optimize for each employee's needs and not, not kind of waste money with employees that don't want it or don't use it or don't need it. How important is technology in that play or, or incorporating data to help people find plans? It's huge. You know, if, if you think about the traditional model of a small group plan, you know, let's, let's use our, our 10 person group example again. You know, most benefit brokers and, and administrators and consultants, the idea of the group plan is very appealing because you sell it to a, you, you know, you, you, you quote it and you put it together and you implement it as one thing. With this QSERA, that's what we call the QSEHRA, QSERA, and kind of tax-free reimbursement approach, now you're looking at you've got to put this piece in place where there's compliance and, and all sorts of, of things that you need to handle. And then you're looking at writing 10 individual plans to take care of each employee. Now, the reality is, is you know, we've run a bunch of studies in most individual markets, even where the individual market is, is skimpy we can still provide more optimized coverage than a, than a group could get on a group plan. But you need some technology in place to be able to handle not only the setup and maintenance of, of the QSEHRA, but also the writing of the individual group plans. And now, a word from our sponsor. Captivated Health is a single-source solution for your clients and prospects who are in the education vertical. The founders of Captivated Health have nearly 20 years' experience working with educational institutions, and over that time, they've developed a keen understanding of the unique problems these clients experience. Frustrated by a lack of control, the unpredictability of ever-increasing health care costs, and the pressures and regulations of the Affordable Care Act, these groups have been adrift in the fully insured commercial marketplace until now. Captivated Health has built a program that solves those problems, and it does so with virtually no disruption to faculty and staff while saving clients millions of dollars. We wanted you to be among the first to know that Captivated Health is building a national distribution partner network so you can bring this cutting-edge solution to the educational clients you advise. To learn more about the Captivated Health solution, Go to their website at www.captivatedhealth.com or click on their logo on the Shift Shapers website. And now, back to our interview. I'm an advisor. I'm out. I'm listening to this podcast and I'm thinking, well, that's all really cool, but that's not a market that I want to play in because it just doesn't provide enough opportunity for me and I've got to go hunt for, for a larger game. How big is the opportunity in, in this market? It's it's a great question, David, and, and I think a lot of advisors will be surprised when they when they put their toe in this market. There's over five and a half million companies in the United States right now that are pining for a solution, but they kind of fall in between the cracks where maybe they can't afford a traditional group plan or they're not able to meet the, the participation groups, excuse me, the participation rates required by states for a traditional group plan, but they want to offer something. And that's where the QSC HRA approach uh, can be really effective because now they're not subject to minimums. You know, if, if an employer wants to put $100 in or $200 in, it's a great starting point. Uh, and then they're not subject to participation rates. So if, you know, half the group is already has a on their spouse's plan or they don't need insurance, you know, it's, it's not going to penalize the group. So it's a real great way to kind of tap into a new market. And, and, and the other thing I'd mention is uh, if, if you're an advisor, 
when you go to sell a group plan or offer a group plan or quote a group plan, you know, the competition level is so high and the technology coming out on the group side has is, is gotten so robust. You know, there's, there's the payroll companies are getting involved. There's obviously Zenefits and these other online platforms that are, are making offers. And then there's, you know, you, your benefit advisor and, and every broker around the corner is going to try to sell a group plan you know, being able to leverage some technology and come in with something truly different and say, you know what, every broker is going to bring you the same five group group quotes. Uh, I mean, we, we know that as, as kind of the, the secret of our industry. I'm going to bring, I'm going to be the only one that's going to show you a fundamentally different way to approach benefits. It's been exciting to see, you know, Qsera really pick up this year and gain some traction. And what's been exciting about it is, is the competition level being able to bring something new to the table that can really fit the group well, the competition level and the ability as an advisor to you know ultimately close a sale or a group has, has been really rewarding. But from a positioning standpoint, is you can lead with this, which is what you've just been discussing. But it, might it also be useful for advisors who say, "Well, I, I still want to start by providing that traditional quote for that small group plan." And if, if an employer gets that number and then you, you have to resuscitate them when they see the numbers, is this a, a useful fallback strategy? Yes. Yeah. So we've kind of positioned it two ways. One is, as, a, uh, as you mentioned earlier, a pre-group option where someone, we had a great example, a, a 10-person roofing company. Actually, excuse me, it was an eight-person roofing company. You know, so mostly kind of blue-collar workers, a few office staff. They're really excited, had a great year, wanted to provide, start providing benefits for, for their team. You know, their, their wages had crept up to where they weren't really getting any tax credits that were substantial anymore and got the quote for, for a group plan. And, and the cheapest HMO was going to cost about $450 per employee per month. And, and of course, you know, the, the look on this gentleman's face who's, who's worked hard, you know, really wanted to provide something for his team. Obviously, that was crushing to him. There's no way he could have, he could afford that. But backing up, we introduced the Qsera concept and said, "Hey, let's let's do two hundred dollars or 150." And you know, you think about premiums on the individual market now, and oh gosh, premiums you know four or five, six hundred dollars for an individual. But you know, two hundred dollars really helps. And and as a starting point for the owner to be able to start providing benefits, and then for their team to feel like. Hey, I've got someone that can take care of me and I'm getting something. It was huge for him in terms of, you know, recruiting and retention. And just to see the burden lifted off his face was extremely exciting. So that's why I say we, we if using Qsera to, to help kind of counteract the sticker shock of a group plan for, for someone that's looking for the first time is a great strategy, kind of the pre-group option. The second place we've seen it be really effective are for groups that, you know, lose their coverage because of participation rates. Or because they're tired, that cost just can, you know, keep going up. A second example I'll share was, was a small school, a private school, you know, for, for young children, pretty fixed budget because they have, they have tuitions and costs. And they've had to make a lot of cuts to keep accommodating their health plan as rates creep up 15, 20, 25%. They got a 35% renewal increase this year and uh, we're going to have to drop the plan completely. They're also struggling with participation rates because as they kept stripping out benefits, people kept dropping off it. And that was another place where we found Qsera was really successful, was being able to transition them from, you know, being subject to group plan renewals that are always going up to saying, hey, with, with this defined contribution approach with Qsera, 
you know, you get to set the rate. So uh, you can say what the, the budget is and, and then that's it. That's been an exciting use case as well. Back to the technology on a, on a kind of practical note, what does this look like to the employee? Is it a, is it a portal with a bunch of decision support tools? And how does, how does that work? It's a good question. And I, we've seen a lot of kind of misinformation on Qsera or, or misunderstanding. If you're, if you're an advisor or a broker and you've, you know, most, most by now have heard of Qsera and you've probably looked at all the regulations and, and IRS pieces and it, it kind of makes your eyes roll back in your head. Or especially if you're a business owner, we see a lot of business owners start their own research on Qsera. You know, they're overwhelmed by, oh my gosh, I've got to provide these compliance notices and these legal documents. And it looks really confusing. And, and that's the technology can play a huge piece. Some areas we've seen be really successful are, you know, I, one thing you've got to do is, is maintain receipts. Well, you know, now everyone carries around a smartphone. So let's make it really easy for employees just to snap photos of receipts on their smartphone. And then we can save it in the cloud. You know, we, we've seen people worry about compliance. If you use a platform to manage Qsera, it's really easy. Hey, you just add your employees on and it's easy for a computer to remember, all right, 90 days out, I need to send this notice. And at six months, I need to send this reminder. So using technology to kind of bring down the barriers what can seem intimidating on paper with this new law and new opportunity gets really easy when you put some technology towards it. And, and the other side of it is, is not just making it work and staying compliant, but the feedback we've gotten from clients and from employees has been extraordinary. If you think about kind of the traditional benefits model of, you know, okay, my group got me this big high deductible plan. I've got my card, you know, they're taking money out of my paycheck swipe my card, and then I get a big bill a few months later uh, in, in the mail. The difference in that versus, hey, my money, my company is giving me tax-free dollars I can spend for what I want. I went to the doctor or my kid got a prescription or my wife needed contacts, and I took a picture of it, and I got immediately reimbursed. The delight factor is much higher, too. So that's that's been a really exciting discovery with, with Qsera. And then one of the words that we almost never use today relative to health insurance is the word delight. Yeah, you know, people get so frustrated by benefits and, and rightly so. It's, it's still confusing and, and there's still hoops to jump through. But being able to get reimbursed immediately for whatever it was you needed, there's a prescription, a doctor visit, a, you know, like I said, eyeglasses, contacts, therapy, counseling. You know, it, there's that whole huge list of, of things that can be reimbursed to 13D list that can be covered. It's, it's kind of instant delight. And it's, it's fun for employees to say, oh, hey, my employer is really helping me out. I'm getting a great benefit. And the, the secret on the employer side is probably contributing half of what they would have done to a traditional group plan. But that cash being readily available versus shoveled into a, to a premium with a high deductible that, that's not, not usable just feels much better all around. And they're still providing benefits, which helps them maintain more of a competitive position in their particular marketplace. We've got about a minute left. We, we oftentimes like to wrap up by asking, and we'll ask you this question, what do you see the future being? Where do you see this going? It's a great question. And I think it's, you know, obviously healthcare in, in the future requires a bit of a crystal ball. But if you look at where things are going, kind of read the tea leaves, you know, the executive, most recent executive orders were really pushing to expand the use of HRAs. In particular, the, the QSE HRA, but traditional HRAs, you know, the movement of putting more responsibility onto individual employees and consumers. There's a lot of trends pointing this way 
And, and if you look at the data for traditional group plans, you know, it used to be about 70% of small businesses in the United States provided a group plan. It's down to 45, even 40 in some states. So if you, if you kind of read the tea leaves, I think this defined contribution model is really going to pick up steam. And if, if I look into my crystal ball in four or five, six years, you know, who knows what the underlying health laws might be, what, what the politicians will figure out. But the notion that employees are going to be more empowered, uh, that they're going to need to take more responsibility, and that I think employee, employers are going to start kicking back on the idea that they have to provide these defined benefits to everybody. I think the defined contribution is we're going to look back in a few years and, and realize we're, we're at a turning point right now. Jack Hooper, founder at Take Command Health. Jack, thanks for sharing your insight with us. Thank you, David. Thanks for having me on. The Shift Shapers podcast is a production of Strategic Vision Publishing and David Saltzman. This podcast may not be reproduced in any form, in whole or in part, without the express written permission of the producers. All rights reserved. 